0: Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. Um, My guests today are the very talented and funny stars of the show, Sketchy Queens, Danny Casillas, and Oscar Quintero. They are also two out of the three of Chico's Angels, another popular comedy show that's been delighting drunk audiences for the last 11 years. So um, before we get to them, just a little business. I'm a little groggy because I have a sinus infection. Found that out in the emergency room Friday night. Yeah. It's been that kind of weekend, (laughs) but I'm on the mend, and I'm really delighted to have talked to Danny and Oscar. They're so much fun. Um, Before we get to that, I just want to let you know that I still need people to take my audience polls, so you can do that at the website, dennisanyone.net. There's also a tip jar there where you can contribute a little if you want to help keep this podcast free. I really appreciate it. And uh, this week, we had a very generous donation from Chill Kong. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, like Dennis Anyone on Facebook, I learned at my little consultation, which you guys paid for, that that counts. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm catching up slowly to the information age. But yeah, if, and, and tell people to like it, spread the word, all that stuff. I'm trying to build this thing, and um, I uh, want to take you all with me wherever it goes. <laughs> also, um, I do a monthly newsletter and you can sign up for that at dennisanyone.net. Um, I'm getting ready to send one out and it's going to have some fun stuff in it. I think, I hope. Um, and anyway, uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, reviews on iTunes. Those are cool too. So if you like what you hear, uh, you know, write me something nice on iTunes. And if you're listening for the first time, uh, I really hope you like it. This is the kind of show we like to do fun, um, thoughtful, I hope, interviews with cool, creative people about how they do their thing and how they kind of keep going through it all. So um, it's a lot of fun, and I always get something out of all these conversations with everybody, and I hope you do too. So without any further ado, here are Oscar Quintero and Danny Casillas, and also their alter egos make an appearance. That's Quesadilla and frida Rita. uh, what Not Frida. What's her name? Reba Ariba, of course. It just rolls off the tongue. I don't know how I screwed that up. All right, I blame the sinus infection. All right, enjoy. Hey there, I am in the West Hollywood apartment of one of the guests today, Danny Casillas, my good friend, and he's here with Oscar Quintero, And they are starring in a show that opens this weekend at Casita Del Campo called Sketchy Queens. Hi. Hey, Dennis. How are you? Hi, Dennis. I love the title Sketchy Queens because it's a little shady. It's Uh a little, you know, and it's a sketch comedy show. Yeah. But it's not just you guys. It's a group of people. Yes.
1: There's a group of. It's an ensemble. It's an ensemble. It's very much like Saturday Night Live. And it's funny, the title Sketchy Queens, people are thinking, is that your autobiography? Like when you were a tweaker? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, it's not. Yeah, no. <laughs> but uh,
2: yeah, but first, I think we should explain first that there, there's two drag queens in it. Yeah, two drag queens, Reba, Reba. and K-Cidia. It's sketch
0: comedy with drag queens. And K- Oscar, you play quesadilla and Danny, K-Cidia. you are Reba. Reba. That is correct. Yay. Now, first of all, I want to let you know, we're in Danny's house, and I'm a little nervous because I've got thousands of eyes on me. <laughs> Danny, you collect dunnies? I do. And I always forget what they're called. I always want to say dummies, and I know that's not right. <laughs> they're, the, they're collectible toys, and each one is different and unique. They look like little Martians. And I'll take a picture of some of your dunnies before I leave that's so unique. I can post it. Why? What do you love about them? I have no idea how I originally got started collecting them, but they're cute. I love that they're
2: done by different artists. Some of them are street artists, and I like driving around town, seeing their art. And it's, uh, they're colorful and fun. And it's just that thing I want to collect. I, I love used to it. collect Pez, but that, that became too much of a... They specific, these are specifically made for collection, but Pez, I, I started getting a little uh, crappy about it. Now let's just pump out a bunch of crap. Where these, at least they have artists that take They let you down as a them. company. Yeah, Pez let me down. Wow. Fuck Pez. Fuck them. Wow. Masters. So what's your favorite Dunny? Oh, my God. That's like asking me... Or to what's know, the crazy... This one right now.
0: Okay, we'll take a picture a Halloween, of it. Halloween-looking. Halloween, looking Halloween Dunny. Ah, oh, he's got like a crazy Jacqueline face. And uh, I love... They remind me a little of the Day of the Dead imagery. Um okay, so the, exactly. Is that... Is that what it's called? Day of the Dead? The, Dia, yeah. de yes. Dia de los Muertos? Dia de los Muertos. I know. I knew you would say it good. Um, what's the craziest length you went to to get one? Was there? Do you ever get in bidding wars on eBay or anything like that? I used to. I think
2: I've, the most I paid for one is $150. Okay. And that's not so bad. But it, was it worth it? Which one was so special? I think this one is so worth it. They're all, oh my gosh, I don't even know. I have... Which one was the $150 I over, one? I can't. You don't, don't remember? Exactly I put it. But you I remember. have hundreds. I have okay. hundreds. That's amazing. Yes. And there's a couple now that I got that are worth two hundred. That's you know, so Of course, cool. it all depends on the market. But they have a. Uh, they put them out with. Uh, some are limited. Some are more limited than uh, others. That's so cool. There's like some there's only three hundred. And the way- one time they <gasps> what? used to stop, do the club. This is called they used to call, uh, a golden ticket. Right. And this golden ticket, you, it just comes up in any random. Like applause. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. And. These are usually blind items, so you don't know which one's in a box, and you can keep buying like 20, get 20 of one before you get one. There's one series,
0: I got three golden tickets.
2: Holy smokes. I'm the luckiest person in the world, and I sold two of them for uh, 100, 150, and I kept one for myself, and that's
0: really awesome. And you made some other people happy because they couldn't get them. Yes. Because they got a golden ticket. That's right. (laughs) All right, so let's go back to Sketchy Queens. Okay. Oh my god. Back (laughs) to Um, what? How many. How many years have you done this show? Because you also star as two of the three of Chico's Angels, along with Ray Garcia. Yes. And uh, that's a drag parody of Charlie's Angels, and it's an institution...
1: It has become one. It's like a cult. We have a cult following. It's an underground hit. It's amazing. How long have you been doing Chico's? Chico's has been happening for over 11 years. years. Wow. That's incredible. And we've done it at least once or twice every year for 11 years. Right.
0: And uh, if you haven't seen it, you have to go see it. Mm -hmm. So this sort of was something you guys liked working together. You wanted to do a side project. You decided to do a sketch show. Yeah.
1: Well, we had been doing sketchy for so long.
2: But Originally, I wasn't the drag queen. No. I, I got to play males.
1: Yes.
0: In Chicos? <laughs> no, no, in
2: Sketchy Queen. Well, actually, both. Oh, oh. Yes. That's okay. so weird. That's a that's a connection I never put together. And the first time we did Chicos Angels, I played boss man. And the first time we did Sketchy Queens, yeah. I was a male utility guy.
0: What was it like for you to go? I want to do... I can do drag. I can create a female character. Was it a little bit like you knew you had it in you or you were like... I had done it a little did bit Did you before. have to kind of hint at that? Look, I can kind of... Well, can be, no, <laughs> accident, no, but in
1: Chico's it happened accidentally because okay. Ray couldn't do the second run of the show so we asked Danny to... And then we have. And then there was a run that Danny couldn't do, so it's kinda of like became musical angels. Right.
0: Just like the real angels. Thank you. Yeah. Are. yeah. yeah. So that, you don't want to be the Shelly Hack of Chica's no. Angels. We've had a few of those. <laughs> 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 has, I, I'm sure uh, that that really I, you You're know right, what, I remember I when they, that happened yeah. when they launched her and I really tried to embrace her. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. I and mean, then I love the I'm angels. sorry, Her
1: hair was too frizzy.
0: She Maybe that's an what angel. it was.
1: Charlie. Charlie. Maybe she had that, that perfume commercial.
0: It's like oh, remember they all came out in it. those camel toe pants though. With the, with, when they delicious. Shoot. I do. Oh my god! <laughs> I have to brag right now. What you have? A, have do you have a Dunny have, with a camel toe? No,
2: I have an autograph. Mike Pingle, our PR guy, yeah. got me an autograph photo of, of uh, Charlie Stengel's autograph by Kate Jackson. I also have uh, Jacqueline Smith. I have all the
0: angels except autographs for except Farrah. for Farrah. Yeah. Do you have yeah. like Tanya Roberts? And I have Tanya Roberts. We
2: Smith. Cheryl Ladd. Kate Jackson. Did any of them ever
0: come to your show? Tanya Roberts. Oh my God. She's the only. Break woman. it down.
1: Well, she was great. No, it's funny because it was one of those things where <laughs> we were giddy. We were kids. Yeah. We knew oh, she yeah. was coming. We were all giddy. I feel like everybody was on their best performance that night, right. and it, even like the night that Charo came to the show. It's like he it just brought this electricity into the room. Of course. Rain. And
0: you did yeah. what you were doing the Love, the love Boat, yeah. Chico's yeah. Angels, where Charo was a main character, exactly.
1: Yes. And she was beside herself; like she just loved it, she was uh. honored.
0: Yeah. So, Tanya Roberts, after Tanya Roberts
1: came, she stayed afterwards and take, took photos of the and all I heard, I heard, I just heard her Brooklyn accent, you guys are fucking amazing. And I was um, like, can I cuss on here? Too sweet, Yeah, okay. totally <laughs> cuss on
0: here.
1: <laughs> I think the other angels are a little afraid to come,
2: because I think they think we're making fun of them. Right. Where that's not the case at all, we're yeah. three separate characters, we make fun of more of the 70s television sensibility, although they're based on actual episodes, we don't Make fun of yeah. any of the angels,
0: right? And I think so, they'd
1: all be very honored if
0: they came to the show. I always liked Tanya Roberts because I felt like Julie was the angel that would fuck somebody. <laughs> oh, Yeah, <to laughs> she get, was and, like she would blow somebody and then wave her hand to the other angel it to go by <laughs> to get that to go by and get the secret <laughs> micro fish. Yeah. yeah, she'd stay even though they've already gotten by. Yeah, her. yeah. she was yeah. like street smart. Like, yeah, sure. she's like. Okay, who has mm-hmm. to do? Somebody has to give a hand job. Okay, I'll do uh, it. I'll, I guess I will. <laughs> Why are you all looking at me, Bodley? It's Julie Ro-
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Rogers. Julie yeah, Rogers. Anyway, so back to Sketchy Queens. So this was sort of when did you decide to start doing that, and how did that evolve? Well,
1: in 2010, I think was the first time we did Sketchy Queens. Uh, Dwi, uh, who's also uh, a fellow Tupperware uh, dry queen,
0: right? Um, Oscar sells Tupperware in drag. I do it's as the case
1: and uh, we decided we wanted to do something together. So we right. came up with doing maybe some sketch comedy stuff because right. we had all had little skits that we wanted to try. I had a beach blanket burrito that I wanted to do, that like a 60s kind of beach... Right. Uh, oh, I love it. Uh, ...segment. So then we decided to put this together, and then we just I started piecing it together with people that I've already worked with. And then Kimberly Lewis, who I've been wanting to work with, who's our director brought in some people that, because she was a teacher at acne. Acme. Oh, cool. So she brought in some people, and uh, it just became this really, really fun little, like, surprise, because we just threw it together one weekend, and then I asked Danny to be a part of it, and I'm like, you don't have to do drag this time. He's like, great. DWI ended up moving away, so then I just kind of put it away, and then I decided we wanted to do it again, and um, I asked Danny if he wanted to step in as the dr- other drag queen. Right on. And at this point, I had already had the Reba Reba character. So, had to so it, to it worked
0: to out perfect. Yeah. Now you play um, Frida Lay and Chico's Angels, but Reba Reba is a new character, um, and I Reba and Kay are both going to make appearances later on the podcast, which I'm very excited oh, wow. about. Yeah. So first, I want to hear. You know, with superheroes, there's always like the origin story. Yeah. Uh, like, okay, what is the origin story of Reba Arriba and Quesadilla?
2: Reba Arriba was the number one country western star in all of Mexico and parts of northern central america i didn't even know country
0: music was that big down there but i guess it it's is not. It's not? Oh, but god bless her yeah anyway <laughs> she, she was trying
2: the country western story she uh caught her husband screwing around so okay. and he was her manager she divorced him and after she divorced him she found out that when she was signing all the contracts right she was actually signing all the rights to her husband he was sneaky that way oh. so she had no rights to any of her music And her husband framed her for being a spy, so she had to leave Mexico. She's in L.A., studying all over again, taking odd jobs here and there. She actually, uh, as a jingle writer for Hudson Day Industries, she wrote the jingle for Window Cock. I don't know if you've seen that commercial. I don't know,
0: but I'll have to link to it on this podcast. (laughs) Now, what I love about Reba is she is eternally optimistic. Even after all she's been through, she doesn't suspect anyone of any—she's just— Pure Love.
2: If she had a middle name would be Happy to Be Here.
0: Yeah. Well tell
2: them the title of your songs. Oh, there's a couple of um let's see, Reba has uh, Lord My Dog, You Don't Love Me. Okay. Um uh, My Daddy Calls Another Girl Mika. Okay. Oh.
1: Oh, they're just happy. There's just too many. It's too
0: many, you know. <laughs> she's a happy person singing sad songs. Oh yeah. And where did Quesadilla... What's her story? So Quesadilla...
1: Story? well, her backstory is that she's the youngest of eighteen children, uh, born and raised in Tijuana. Okay. And then she's a she won the Miss Tijuana pageant, went up to the Miss Mexico pageant, and then ended up going to the Miss World pageant.
0: I know you're obsessed with pageants. I am making a note to bring it up with later. Pageants, <laughs> yes. But therefore, ended
1: up competing for Quest for the Crown. Yes. And. And her life in Los Angeles began and... um so, she's a former model, but she's the kind of model that, um, like, posts for girdles for Penny Saver. Sure. She's the girl on the Rosarito Bing. Sure. That's the kind of modeling Kay does. I like that.
0: <laughs> and you know what? Somebody has to do those jobs. Somebody has to. do it really well. Yeah. I remember, I was one of the writers on Quest for the Crown. It's a drag benefit pageant that we do here in LA. And then it, it sort of was an offshoot of another one, and then it led to another one. But we, I wrote on it that one year. And I remember you coming into audition. You had all these props. And I don't think you had done it really. Ever, And we were knocked out by you. Yeah. I remember thinking, okay, we've got one. We've got one for sure who's <laughs> great. Yeah. And what was it like for you to come in and audition? I was, and I don't think you know how good you were in that moment. You know what? The
1: funny thing is, I... Um... I, I was obsessed with beauty pageants, and I had gone to battle for the tiara for a few years. Yeah, which was and, the precursor to what we tried to do. Yeah, and then I emailed or sent—I I wrote someone a letter because there was no email back then. I don't think I wrote someone a letter asking if I could be a part of it somehow because I was living down in Long Beach. I was a grocery worker, right? Working in the seafood department of a meat uh, of a meat department. You were like
0: meat. throwing fish around, yes? Like they always show like in shows. No <laughs> show
1: business <laughs> at all. At all, like and. There was all kind of, like, aspirations and dreams of wanting this, but no, like, guts to actually pursue it. So, a friend of mine who had won Battle for the Tiara mentioned that they were opening it up to uh, auditions, and they were turning it into more like a Miss Universe pageant. Right,
0: because Battle for the Tiara was, was domestic, yeah. yeah.
1: so then I was like, oh, my God. So then in the car, when my friends told me this, we just started brainstorming right away. I could totally do this. And then it just became something I became obsessed with putting together to audition. And I had never been on an audition but I was nervous but excited and I was like I had to be a part of this pageant is all I knew. And my friends uh, literally just threw a bunch of ideas at me. And I the night before I threw on a wig and a little black dress and I had all these props that I was throwing at them. And I was just coming up with jokes on the spot and they were laughing or that, that's bad. And then I went in there just kind of with like this – like Gusto, that like I was so scared and nervous, but at the same time I was like I was determined to get into this pageant.
0: And you knew your character, you
1: knew how she I would talk. I did not know she would. That you know, I you just did it the night before. Yeah, and I kind of made it all up the night before, and. Uh, it's amazing to me when I look back on how literally that day changed the complete course of my life. Yeah,
0: and I was there yeah. for that. I'm yeah. happy to, but you, I remember you were, what was your talent? Did you make margaritas? Or I made something? margaritas yeah. I, and I came, I was
1: lowered down in this big, huge piñata that
0: we had made and yeah. a bunch of kids ran up and hit the piñata. Oh my God. Yeah, it
1: was. It was, it was yeah. fun. It, it, was, it showed your family portrait. Which is the, the family running across the freeway.
0: Here, let me show you a picture of my family. <laughs> it was the family running across the freeway. So amazing. Well, we're going to do a little lightning round with with Kay and three, uh, Reba, because they just walked in. Hey,
2: girls. Hola. Hola. Hi, oh, hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi Reba. Hi, Kay. Hi, K, Kay. How Hi. So, hi, b- hi Denny.
0: Before hi. the show, I picked some random questions from my observation deck. Okay. And uh, something I like to play with on the podcast. And I'm going to ask you guys a bunch of questions. So, uh, Okay, But first, I want people to get used to your voices. So, yes. um, you are Reba. And How Reba, are you today? Reba. Oh, I'm really day, good, SoFi. Dennis. Thank good. you for okay.
2: asking. Thank you for having me in the podcast. Okay, you're love welcome. It. Do you
0: know what a podcast
2: I, is? No. Okay. But I did see the invasion of the body snatchers,
0: so as long as I live here, me, I'm good. Okay, good. And then there's Quesadilla. <laughs>
1: Hola, everyone. It's me, Quesadilla, your 18 year old international high fashion model from Tijuana. Don't yeah.
0: be jealous. Don't be jealous. I know you sell Tupperware 2K. I do. You I know. I've anybody with any piece of Tupperware when I they. I wanted to. Up. Yeah. I wanted to. I you was did. on the OC Housewives doing my Tupperware party, yeah. and I really wanted to hit those bitches <laughs> really hard. I bet they, they were. To to, we'll have to get to that, too. Okay, so I'm going to ask you guys these questions, and then just okay. rattle off your answers as fast as you can. Here we okay. go. Lightning round with Riba Ariba and Quesadilla. Mm. Who's your most surprising fan? Freddy Fender. Sarah, Sarah Ramirez. Really? Jay. That's impressive. Jay. All right, I love that. Okay. Who would you like to collaborate with professionally? <gasps> Riba McIntyre. That would be nice. I would love to... Well, perform with George Lopez. Okay, George Lopez, I like that. That seems like a good fit. Yeah, I think so. Have you ever been starstruck? Yes. One time, uh,
2: Tanya Roberts hit me with her suitcase. It was an accident, but okay. and, uh, I was still struck by a star.
1: That's right, you were struck by a star. I was starstruck by my homegirl, Charro. Really? Came, she came to the show and when I was like, I couldn't breathe. I really? couldn't brief when I saw her. Yes. yes,
0: I met her once at the uh, red carpet for the premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race, the first season, and right. I interviewed her. And it was like a dream come true because she's everything you want her to be and more. Because she just gives you everything. the charro. people I- coochie. She yeah, doesn't resent that. the coochie. She, she doesn't. She knows that we got her money. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have that Eve Plum, Jan Brady, I'm no. never going to do my She's Marcy not like Marcy that Ginger Grant in yeah.
1: Gilligan's Island. She hit me <laughs> for calling her ginger. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but I got to tell you, I is, think Charo is one of the most underrated performers. Guitar playing. Yes. Amazing. Yes,
0: she's fabulous. I and ageless. Her. Okay, good. And big chichis. All right. <laughs> Who were your teen crushes?
2: Oh, mine were um, those boys. It was... Um, Cha- Chapulin Colorado. oh, my Chapolin Colorado. Yes,
0: oh. I don't even know what that is, but they he, sound hot.
2: Oh no, I was a teen. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was a grown man dressed up in pajamas on national TV in Mexico.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, you like but him? He was, he was, yeah, dreamy. He was, he was Okay, cute. my
1: crushes were all the boys in Menudo. Oh, even Ricky Martin.
0: I love Ricky. Ricky has a new video this week, <gasps> and it's kind of like the best thing he's done in a while. Oh, really? is yeah. his shirt on? It's Called Adiós. Adios Yeah <laughs> That's what I say to everyone That leaves my room
1: Adios Yeah
0: What's the most embarrassing CD You have in your collection? My own Being Easy Ain't Easy <laughs> What's it called? Being Easy Ain't Easy <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'm embarrassed Because I like it And I don't know is, Should you have your own stuff And load
1: your own stuff? It's totally fine okay. Yes I You don't have know. to I don't know if I'm embarrassed, but I have all of the Selena albums. Good, you should. I should. It's like by. Biddy biddy
0: boom boom. Biddy biddy bum 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 bum. What does that mean? Then you're so white. It's funny. What does biddy biddy bum bum mean? Biddy
1: biddy 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 bum bum. A biddy 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 bum bum. It's what your heart does when you're in love. Or it's
2: when she's playing the robot in. Of Roy Rogers in the universe. Selena was in that? No, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Okay. I was like robot. Beedy, bum, bum. Beeddy, okay. beeddy, beeddy,
0: beeddy, bum. You got a lot of TV down in Mexico, I see. Oh, Jay, yes. sometimes okay. it's the only thing I have. Okay. What's a voicemail that was left for you that you played more than once? Remember voicemail, first of all? Yes, Jay. Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: When people used to call? Yeah,
0: when people
1: yeah. used to pick up the phone. Well, bomb. mine was actually Sarah Ramirez because, I, first of all, she's my homegirl. I love she her. She was
0: on Grey's Anatomy. She, she is, is on Grey's Anatomy. And
1: she won to Tony for Spamalack, so she did the Broadway. Yeah. But my, she called me one time because we had just started becoming friends and she called me because she had an extra ticket to a play and I had no one to go with her. So she called me. I was like, oh my God. Sara Ramirez just called me and she wanted me to go to a play with her. And I was like, I listened to it like seven times.
0: Oh, that's amazing. That's it, like you won a VH1 contest thank or something. You. Yeah. Like what Mr. was your picture? Uh, I don't know. But <laughs> I know Leslie Ann Warren was in it. Okay. She oh, has okay. that weird voice.
1: Okay. I like okay. it.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, um, and for me, it was when a friend
2: had a soap opera actress call me for my birthday. And oh. she sang happy birthday to me. And I was like, <gasps> I love her so much. Which uh soap opera actress? She Denise Alexander on from which show? I, she was in the General Hospital. She was in Another World. Yeah. She's so good. She
1: played um Laura Templeton Mother. Yeah. You know, that's funny because um, one time my friend had um Christo Stewart comedy. She was Miss USA. Wow. In 2008 and
0: you loved it. Okay. I was, I was happy. How did you learn the facts of life? You I watched the show. I watch the show. I <laughs> learned my facts of life from Turi. Okay, John. cool. And from Natalie. Me more from Natalie. Yeah. yeah. Where did you? How did you learn where babies come from? From Tudi. <laughs> also from duty. <laughs> yes. Emperor, Emperor. Well, Natalie lost her virginity, and yeah. that was a discussion. Uh, was part was of the yeah. discussion. You know what's weird is I go back and I w- looked at those shows. <laughs> they really were kind of heavy duty. Like they took on some stuff. Yeah, you know, Nika, it's not. It wasn't light fair But she I like, got gritty. Is my my point. Let
1: me just say, it also didn't address certain issues like
0: lesbianism. Yeah. Hello, oh, hi yo, <laughs> hi yo, hi yo. That was the elephant in the room. That was I the- will say this. When I first moved to LA, I. um Went to a taping of it, oh. and there was a breakfast scene, mm-hmm. and those girls ate that fucking food. <laughs> I, they were like, we need more waffles. Like, those girls were eating that food. <laughs> I remember that vividly. I really did too. What does your familia think of your success? My family loves it. They come to
1: all my shows. I think they love it because they never thought I was going to succeed, and they're surprised that everybody likes me that comes to the show. So they're like beside the when they come to the show and everybody's like screaming and laughing. They're like, oh my God, she's not screwing it up. Okay, we like it. I we like, like it. it.
0: Okay,
2: good. Yeah, my family, they're all still in Mexico. I don't see much of them, but they like to brag. So it makes them a little famous mm-hmm. and the little, a little mm-hmm. pueblitos pul- and all that. And my ex-husband, he's still in the background. You know so what? Well. Fuck him
0: and fuck Paz. Fuck him and... Who's best? (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Exactly. That's who? Keeping it real. If there was a doll of you that talked, and there should be, by the way, Mm -hmm. what would it say when you pulled the string? Okay. Mine would say, you don't know my life. That's your kind of your catchphrase. You don't know my life. That's like, um, that I don't every, need to see that. Every, like, right.
1: I don't uh, need to see that uh, because it applies to everything. When people try to judge you or ask you a question, like, you don't know my life. Yeah. You don't know what led me to this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mine would say, howdy, job. <laughs> That's so cute. That would be a cute doll to have. I, I would think love so. that. All right. It could, could hear my tra-
2: CD.
1: It could hear my CD. Or traumatizing.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite perk of your
1: job? My favorite perk of my job is, um, well, there's a few different ones because I like to, I get to meet new people on a daily basis. I get to meet new drunk people on a daily basis. But my biggest perk, I think, is that I get to make my own schedule. So when I'm feeling lazy, I don't have to work. I like it. Right now, the job I have going for me is putting on the sketchy queens and
2: uh, Ross Willett is one of the hunks. And I get to see him shirtless all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you have hunks in your oh, show. Oh, yeah. How many hunks? Yes, we have 2 Two-ish. Three if you like Alejandro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three if yeah. you like bears. <laughs> okay, perfect. Something for everybody. Yes, yeah, I like it. Okay. And finally, are you a good flirt? Yes. What's your secret? Well, you know what? First off, the chichis always help. Right. And be sure you get the sides of your
1: arms to push them up a little bit when you walk up to people. It's like it does the flirting for you. Okay. You don't even have to do anything. You just show up with chichis. Okay. Yeah. I I, I like to flirt, but I don't
2: think I'm good at it. I, I think I'm a little more shy. and yeah. I get more pity than. Yeah. <laughs> she gets it's, pity. It's oh, bro. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I said about work. But it's, no, okay, I it's I gotta true. I got to put a Nico in there. Well, in, the, I'm in. I'm halfway. PD fuck and revenge fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Moko's... That's my, my ex-husband, Moko Montoya. If he get to fuck around, I'm gonna fuck around too. Okay, okay good. I mouth. Why? Will you started it. Eh? She had to
1: put seven nickels yeah. in the jar.
0: I think it's true, it's true is kind of like your You Don't Know My Life. Yeah. I feel like... I, I think of uh, your character when I hear it's true, it's true. Mine? Yeah. It's true, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> would you two ever do a lesbian sketch where you made out? Well,
2: <laughs> no. We might, we might brush upon it maybe. <laughs> yeah. cho- oh, we did! Oh, this. Yes. You have to come see the show. I oh, yeah. want to find out if there's lesbianism.
0: Well, everybody go Not know that and- there's anything wrong with that. Okay, <laughs> ladies, it's been delightful talking to you. I want to get back to Ro- uh, uh, Oscar and Danny. Okay, now. we have so, to get back to rehearsal Yeah, because anyway. you guys have something to do, right? You're yes. PC I'm very important. Yeah, very okay, important. Good. All right, thanks, ladies. <laughs> bye, bye. Guys. bye, bye, guys. All right. Wow. I right. love how you did that, too. <laughs> so you guys play a lot at Cicida del Campo, which is this um, wonderful little theater in a Mexican restaurant here in L.A. And I love going there. But one of the things I've noticed is the drinks are really strong. So the uh-huh. audience always oh, kind of gets trenches. in the mix. Uh, I bet you have a million stories.
1: Trillions
0: of stories. stories. One of my favorites. What is it about that place? Right. Is it just the drinks that are so strong or the irreverence of I the think show? part of it is... Our our audience,
2: especially because Quesadilla does the Tupperware in the Orange County, right? We get a whole range of fans, and a lot of them are people who don't usually leave the house to go out and see a play, but they're they're uh, curious or they they really so a friend wanted it.
0: them to go. Yes, yeah, so yet.
2: they go and they don't realize they go for dinner before, right? And then they have drinks and they don't realize how strong the drinks are, <laughs> and by the time they get downstairs, they're they're three G's no, yeah.
1: loosey goosey. I'll tell you, there's something about that. The theater is very small; it fits about eighty people in there. It's very intimate, and they're literally they're sitting next to us when we're we're doing right. our, our our show. They just feel like they're part of the show sometimes. And there's something about that environment with the whether it's the drinks or being that close to us that and it was warm. It gets warm as it the show gets a little fun. warm, where people just think that they can just start t- trying to have conversations with us. And I'll tell you, I love and I, and I know it's be, kind of become part of the charm of that of that, uh, environment. But I infuriates me when people just start talking or start trying to talk to us or heckling us, which is, which is, I've gotten a lot of,
0: have you ever had anyone all the time?
2: 11 years. Kay has found creative ways of telling people to shut up. It's funny. Mm -hmm. This last run we had, of it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And this is the first time I've ever seen him. Just turn to someone and say, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I
0: was like, <gasps> so, course, so you dropped, I dropped, character the F- for little- I dropped
1: the character. I dropped the F bomb. And that was actually last year. This year, I swore I would not get that, let people get me <laughs> right. that mad. But there was this one guy who would not stop in every moment of like, of like a transition or, or us trying to have a, uh, a creative pause or something like that. He would chime in. Yeah. He would chime in. And I finally just went, Does it look like I need your help? Can you? I go. Can you just shut up, please? And audience went nuts. I'm sure they're just screaming. I'm all seriously. I don't need your help. I'm uh, doing just fine. Thank you. Wow. Well. And out of character, but I'm like, I hate being taken to that point because it takes everybody out of what we're doing. Yeah. Right.
0: And also, it's not fun for the rest of the audience too. No, no. So yeah. And also,
2: I don't think what people realize part of the thing is it's not just someone out- outburst. It it uh, it, <laughs> it damages the timing of the show because when you have the show paced the way you have it and you have your lines. There's moments where you take a pause. It makes you afraid to take a break or to let a, a right. set up rest. Tommy, so, all about
0: timing. Yeah. And you, you, yeah. you feel
2: like you're racing that idiot.
0: Yeah. To the- and I'll tell you. So the- fuck him, fuck Pez, and fuck those people. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there's these bitches that we're going to fuck right now. Because <laughs> let me tell you, there was these, a group of my Tupperware ladies came to the show. And right. they, I think, thought they were coming to a club dry queen right. show. Like, you know, this is theater. It's not just a club drag queen right show. But what happened is they, they're just chatting and they're talking. And people are shh, shh, and they're just chatting and talking So then During the intermission, Mr. Dem finally went up to them. And he's like, you ladies need to stop talking. And they're like, what, you expect us to laugh and not talk? He's all, yeah, where do you think <laughs> yeah. you're at?
0: He ended up kicking
1: them out because wow. they, they started getting in his face. He's wow. like, you're out of here.
0: You're out of here. Now, you said that you did a... Real Housewives of Orange County episode. Yes. I, I, I remember, I don't watch the show, but I remember when that happened. You rolled your eyes. What were I? Well, I'll
1: tell you, I got a lot of business from it. Good. People still remember me from of being course. on that show, but those girls were so freaking annoying. And it's one of those things where it almost was sad because. Almost you could all just, of them? Not all of them. Yeah. There was, first off, it was it was one of the girls that's not on the show anymore, but it was her first season, and I didn't know she was a housewife. But right. she kept talking. She wouldn't shut up. And she was just going on During her own. your party. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like thinking, what the hell is with this woman? Why doesn't she shut up? And then I found out she was a housewife. It seems like they're desperate not, they're scared not to say something interesting.
0: Yeah. They're trying to make the television on so all the time. hard that yeah. they become obnoxious. Yeah. And I'm going to throw a drink. Yeah. I'm going to flip a table. Yeah. I don't know. And,
1: and it's so put on. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you, Gretchen is the one that hosted the party. She was very sweet, and I actually ended up talking to her for like an hour after everybody was gone, and yeah. even the camera people were gone. Very, very sweet. So yeah. I really, really enjoyed her, but everybody yeah. else was just like, they were definitely playing it up to the camera.
0: Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Now, in Chico's Angels, and I'll probably in Sketchy Queens, too, you occasionally have those Carol Burnett show moments where oh, yeah. somebody makes somebody laugh, <laughs> and they're so fun for the audience, but I also feel like you can't try to fake them. You, yeah. They're either real yeah. or you don't. You're not going to be like, let's have a Carol Burnett moment yeah. on page seven.
1: The audience definitely can pick up on stuff like that. Yeah. No, Danny calls me the. What do you call me? The you're, you're the Tim Conway. Okay. And
2: Ray, Ray- is the Harvey Corman. Yeah. I tend to be the Vicky Lawrence, where I I don't want to break character. He never I've got, does. I've yeah. gotten very close the last few. I guess, in other age. words,
0: you're a professional, in these two are. Yeah, we are yeah, we're, yeah. we're yeah. complete. Yeah, hookups.
2: but the <laughs> audience seems to enjoy it, so I don't get on them about it. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. I will say some of the hunks. We've uh, usually we switch out the hunk every time because yeah. you know got to give them something new to look at, and uh, <laughs> once in a while they'll have a moment, a magic moment, and oh my god, everyone loved that. That was great. Then they try to repeat it the next night. It's like no, you can't repeat you can't, an accident,
0: yeah. guy.
1: You can't or repeat oh, an some yeah. of the
0: hunks. Well, and to, they're
1: usually yeah. green that they, they've yeah. never been on stage or something like that. But yeah. I gotta say. I don't think it happens so much in this show because it, in Chico's Angels it happens a lot because Ray is easily distracted. He, he, he's, more, <laughs> he's
0: the most likely to break.
1: Yeah, always. Yeah, always. And he and I, and it's, it seems to always be he and I that kind of make each other break.
0: What is? Is there a moment where you're like, "Oh fuck, this thing's coming up and it's going to make me laugh"? Is there something that one of the, one of you do that makes the other laugh? That you're like, I, I can't look at him when he does that or whatever. Oh, my God.
1: Not anymore. Yeah, Over the, yeah You know the sure. show so well. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. I think there's a... I mean, we definitely make each other laugh, which is why I think we still enjoy doing the show as much as we do, because especially during rehearsal, especially Ray and I. Danny makes me laugh in different ways, but I think on stage, Ray and I just crack each other up because we're so silly. Right. You know, and... um, But... I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Wait,
0: no, no. If there's, if there's there a certain anything? scene or a certain moment when so and so does this, like well, animal. you
1: know what? It's always moments for Ray and I when we're when we have to just like where it's not even so much any dialogue, but yeah. it's when we have to make faces or like yeah. what are you doing or like yeah, yeah the reactions. It, it's reactions, and usually the reactions will make us laugh. And then usually there's there's a couple scenes where I'm a complete asshole to yeah. the character, and I'll start like physically, I kind of uh, throw my body around, and that always makes us laugh. Yeah. So.
0: I love it. Yeah. Now, uh, you guys do a lot of, like, charity work and mm-hmm. uh, sort of community outreach stuff. I just saw a condom ad that you guys did for... Uh, oh, yeah, for LA Condom. Yes. Was that fun? Yes. You know, You're in was... West Hollywood interacting with people. Yeah. Uh, Talking about hotties. sex. Yes. With hotties. Because, you yeah. know, I guess there's an <laughs> epidemic of
1: uh, VHSs and STDs. Yes. <laughs> and PMSs. So, we're... Uh, they're trying to create awareness to... Uh, always use a condom. Always use a condom. And they're available for free, so there's no excuses not to to practice safe sex.
0: All I could think of during that thing is like, oh, that guy fucks a lot. Oh, he, he's like, he fucks a lot. I think he fucks like a rabbit. All I could think of was these guys fucking. Oh, yeah. I
2: will tell you, like, the, there's two or three. <laughs> no, the exact opposite for two or three. When we're talking to them and they seem like such damaged people. And they're like, no. No, uh,
1: no, this is fun. Bubble, come on. Yeah, yeah, bring no. it up. Bring it up. I was... Yeah.
0: Um, and there was one yeah, guy yeah, where you could just—I was I, abused as a child. <laughs> <laughs> just like you feel like, oh, do we, oh, oh yeah, let's you're opening that. up a whole, yeah, a lot of stuff that you guys are not equipped to, to yeah, deal we're, with. We're not psychologically. <laughs> wow. No, but there was this uh,
1: one guy that uh, you could just tell. I give him the condom. I'm like, I can tell you're going to use this within five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, what's what's the oddest uh, gig you've got out of Chicos or something? Did you ever get invited to play a? For The Sultan of Brunei, or I don't know. What's
2: the baby shower? Yeah. yeah, up in Glendale. It was no, weird as, as Frida. Uh, I, usually, what I get are K's rejects. Yeah, because <laughs> do you want to do this? You want to be a fish lady? Uh, no, but
1: uh, check with Danny, he might want to do that. No, it's hello, funny. fish lady. Yeah. yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> We've got I get calls quite a bit, just mostly because of my Tupperware, too. Yeah. It kind of lends itself to that. and. I don't like performing at birthdays. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> recently asked me to perform at their wedding and I hemmed and hawed and didn't want to do it. It ended up turning out really nice, but you don't want to be the one that screws up someone's wedding. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure and I just, I just find myself just feeling like a performing monkey when it comes to stuff like that. You know right. what I mean? Fair enough. So it's gotten to where I'm like, I set a really high price so that they'll just say, oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. And there's even the one where I canceled on them like the day of <gasps> and I felt horrible, oh but I'm like, God. I just, I didn't have it in me to do this. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to be known to do stuff like this so that people stop asking, you know, yeah. I, I have my set of what I do and, yeah, you know, I'd rather you guys just come to my shows instead of having me.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. I
1: usually game for stuff yeah. Yeah. because, you know, it's, it's all a fun
2: improv exercise, yeah. but you do have that weird thing of, what are you, what are you expecting from me? Cause I'm not yeah. going to sing a song. And yeah.
0: Uh, what, what, and but you guys I'm are here. emceeing Halloween, right? Yes. What else on the
2: stage. Yeah. That's coming
0: up. Uh, on the, what, what night is the big Halloween celebration? Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday Halloween 1st, Halloween night. And what do you guys do? You're in the middle of all that crazy West Hollywood yeah. shit. So what pretty
1: much we'll do is we'll, do, we'll give a couple shout outs. We're like, hey, we'll bring people up and do like a costume parade. Right. There's a DJ that mostly takes care of everything, but we just kind of come in to just add our, a, a little bit of a spice, flavor, little yeah. flavor. Yeah. It, at like every like maybe 20 minutes uh, each hour or something like that. So it's not it's not like we're not performing. Uh, oh if, my
2: god, we did one here. Yeah. We it did this, one of our songs. But we didn't necessarily do a sound check because we know it. But we got up there. The music started. We couldn't hear the song. We couldn't hear ourselves. or were millions of people and we're just, I hope I'm on it. Yeah. And somebody took a video of it and it's like, oh my God, that is embarrassing. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So we just decided it's not the empire. No. It's funny. There's certain, you start to learn what works and what doesn't. And sometimes when you're not, it's not your specific event and you're part of somebody else's, mm-hmm. it's harder uh, it's harder to keep their. Energy. The risk
0: of of it not working is higher. Yeah, yeah, a lot higher. Yeah. Now I noticed, Danny. You already have like some costumes laid out here and a wig. And do you guys just have a like? How do you store all your stuff? Do you have a ton of stuff? I
2: that's beginning to be an issue for me. Yeah. Uh, I need to. It used to be with Chico's Angels that that Oscar and Kurt are producing it. They blah 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 blah. They have got the costumes. Yeah. Once in a while, I'll bring my own thing and one two, one or two dresses in my closet. Mm-hmm. Now we've been doing it for eleven years. I started with Reba Reba. I'm running out of room.
1: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. my you need a storage unit. My husband and I literally the apartment or the plate the house we're living in right now. One of the bedrooms had two walk in closets, and that's primarily the reason we, we took it. Right. And one is for K. One is completely all of K stuff, and, and I don't even fit in there anymore. Yeah. We even have a basement where half my stuff is down there.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So wherever we... Bu- we're looking to buy next year, we're like, it's got to have like a huge walk-in closet for, for just for quesadilla.
0: What about shoes? Are they hard to... Do you get used to walking in them? And they're, they're kind of heels, right? You do... Yeah,
1: I, well, you know what? They're cheap. The funny thing is we use cheap stripper shoes is right. what we use, and... I got to say, I've been doing there for 15 years. It's just this last year has started to get to me. Like, my knees are starting to, like, give out on me.
0: Oh, shit. Yes, I'm
1: worried, I'm worried too, because I'm, like, thinking this. I don't know how much longer I'm going to have on this. I might have to start going to lower heels, because yeah. I wear those big cha-cha, yeah. like, stripper heels. Yeah, so I, I, I have no problem. I walk around seven-inch
2: heels with not, not a lot of problem, but um, you start to learn what kind of shoes heels. work.
0: Wow. Yeah. There's,
2: there's some now. I'm catching on to the ones with the strap around the ankle. Because yeah. when you don't have that strap around the ankle, your foot fluctuates in its <laughs> in its uh, size. Yeah. So the shoes that were snug, and you're doing kicks or you're flipping with your
1: legs open, that shoe's gonna fly off. Yeah. So you need the ankle. And the funny thing is, is I remember in the past, like I would deal with the pain. I would not change the look oh because I would yeah. deal. It's all about I would the look. be in heels yeah. for hours and like right. suffer through it. And then it got to where like, okay, I found these really cute flip flops. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Let's build a dress around yeah. this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's well I'm the he- he- the he- ner- part of the cut to you in nurse shoes. <laughs> I'm gonna be a naughty nurse for this yeah. show. Yeah.
2: Part of the readable thing was the the boots. I mean, yeah. I think I can wear boots a lot easier than I can wear heels. You know? Yeah. So one you, one you, one one you one
0: started, one. started with the shoe that you yeah. could bare and then built a character around it. Yeah. Um, you guys <laughs> go in and audition periodically in drag for like TVs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel I always feel for my my drag friends that do that because it's a whole fucking thing. You is. have to do just for an audition. It's and annoying. And it's times. like. Two lines or whatever they have yeah. you do, and then you, it's a lot, it's not like you're just an actor and you roll in there.
2: Yeah, no, um, if it's direct to producers or on tape for producers, that's great. Yeah. yeah, but there's those few where you walk in and it's just the casting person's like, no, thanks. It's like, why did you have me go through an hour of preparation? I don't think an they hour realize. Yeah. just have if it's the initial edition, have me come in with a Polaroid of what my character looks like then they'll have many do... And if, when you go to producers...
1: Yeah. Then well, the, I'll do the full drag, but... The funny thing is, I've, I've performed... A, I've auditioned a million times in drags, and it's it's a pain in the ass. And I've gotten to work with my agent, and we're like, okay... Be sure, hone in on, if it just says drag queen, don't think that I'm right for it. You yeah. know, hone in on the idea. So she sent me out for a Sony commercial that wanted a Cindy Lauper drag queen. Yeah. So she sends me out for it. We started arguing about it. Cause I'm like, I'm not right for this. I'm not, I'm a Mexican drag queen. How am I going to do? So she, she, we get into it. I decided to, okay, I'll go. I got a call back and then I got put on a veil for it.
0: Wow. And I was like,
1: okay, just goes to show what I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So sometimes it pays off. I didn't end up getting the commercial, but I'm like, okay, I'm not going to argue. I'm not gonna say no to anything. I'm just gonna see what just gonna what, go for it. What it leads to, but because yeah. you never it, know. It's but it's like it, sometimes it's, you do know. Yeah. But you do know. <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass to, yeah. go, to put all, especially yeah. daytime drag is not fun.
2: Yeah, daytime yeah. drag, and you're driving to an audition like that, and you go, please don't let me get a flat tire. Don't oh, let me get into a fender. Or fender please don't
1: or, let me have to make me park like a mile away from where
2: the audition is. And then is. you're yeah. walking, walking, yeah. and
1: everybody's honking, and I'm like, oh. what's
2: up? <laughs> and in the shoes too. That's it. Yeah. So now the thing that if. It's a specialty thing. It shouldn't be treated like an everyday.
0: Yeah. Was there anything that you had to do in drag that you didn't expect to have to do? For example, you get a flat tire. For example, you are in drag and a friend calls you and you have to go and there you are at the ER or whatever. I I just knocked on wood. Not yet. Okay. Because I've been in drag five times a week for my Tupperware.
1: Right. Half the time I drive home in drag. And uh, I've never been pulled over. I and mean, Not on to again.
0: I bet Kay can get out of a ticket. Real al- good, real good. But the only <laughs> I bet thing, she can get out of that. Bucket a- I know. <laughs> I hate it oh yeah. There's been you're a the sluttiest good. angel. Frida is. Yeah. She's
1: a little easy. Yeah. yeah, that's good. But there's been a couple of times where I've had to get gas, and yeah. I was like, I'm like literally crawl up against the sidewall of the do- of the car, put it in, and sit back in my car. But
0: you're in full
1: and I'm like, I'm not making guy- eye contact with yeah. anyone. But it's the craziest thing. How
2: scandalous it is. It's like people. We are in Hollywood, yeah. California. Well, most of the Do you time, think I'm you L.A. Angeles, County, the way they react to you. They some look, people, they look, yeah, like yeah. They, they, you, that look like what's, weirdo yeah, freak. What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. It's like
0: I'm, I'm an God. artist, motherfuckers. <laughs>
2: yeah, if you yeah. live in L.A., Hollywood. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah. it's like a guy in a dress. Really, that's what gets you all bunched up like that.
0: Yeah. Now we already talked about Halloween, but. It's the weekend before. Doesn't it seem like it's already happening on Facebook? There's a million parties and costumes oh Two yeah. no no weeks. I no feel weeks like, before. what's fucking happening with Halloween? It's well, blowing up all I feel over. Like, I feel
1: like all the social media uh, websites have created, like, uh, but it's funny because it, it seems like they're longer, but, and then the day, the day after, it's like it never happened. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Because it's like, on to the next thing. Because I'm right. seeing people with, like, knockout costumes for a party that was last night or the night before, and yeah. then you're like... But wait, it's still a week out.
2: I think people, when they invite us to parties, if they don't know us that well, they expect us to come all... Boo! Look yeah. at that dragon. Oh, she's a biggest showgirl. Now I threw on my Virgin Murray outfit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got it for fifteen dollars, and I'm not going to shave. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm I do not that, I, that. do enough. I do enough of that. Yeah, on yeah. Stage. Let's uh, let's just you know. It, and it's funny
1: because especially when you do direct profession, you're like, okay, unless I'm getting paid, I really don't feel like throwing all this on. Yeah, it's know?
0: like you know, it's like um, a lot of times performers when they have their weddings, they don't always go all out because that feels like a show. You know, it's yeah. like. Yeah. But whereas somebody that that doesn't. Work in the business wants to make it everything. It's a production. So how has uh, doing what you do affected dating life? I know you're uh, married. Well, I'll
1: I'll, I'll tell you, um, it was a lot of years of feeling like this was, you know, it's funny. My vows, I just listened to my vows recently, but I said to, um, to my now husband that I honestly thought my purpose in life was to be a clown and make others laugh. I didn't think love was in the card for me because... You know, every time I tell someone that I was a drag queen after I got on a date or so with them yeah. or they got to know who I was, the second date would not happen or they would just get weirded out. And for whatever reason, he just – he saw past all that, you know, which is why I think he was the perfect guy for me. But he saw past all of it. But it's not easy because I think it brings up a lot of – and a lot of gay men's inner homophobia. Yeah. You know, I can see that. to be a drag queen is to be the ultimate, you know, homosexual. You know, Right. In their, in their minds. And even – I had my own hangups with it, you know. Sure. But – it's not been easy, but I'll let. What do you? How do you feel? You don't even care, though. Yeah, I don't. You know, if they don't like that, then screw them. But I think
2: um, part of my thing is Chico's Angels and uh, Sketchy Queens has helped with this. I've made myself too busy for love. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like just now, uh, I'm on Fu Cupid, and um, there's this guy.
0: Or as I like to call it, okay, Cupid.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, thanks. Uh, this is guy I met a couple of years ago. We reconnected, and I was like, oh, my God, we should get together for a coffee. How about this Saturday good for you? He goes, yes, that's what Saturday. Call me Saturday. Yesterday, I woke up. I ran around the house, did some stuff, went to my audition workshop, went to go look for props and costumes, and it was already 5 o'clock. I thought, I haven't even called him. I, was, I am an awful person. Yeah. And what I've done is I wasn't having much luck in dating, so I filled up all those little spaces with things to do. Right. So I don't feel so, well, I don't have time to date. Why? Yeah. 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 <laughs> But now that I'm a little interested, in it's like, uh, I can't make plans for next week because we, we opened the show and yeah. busy Saturday and busy Sunday. Yeah. It's like, why did I approach this person with a, let's go out, because now I'm that asshole who's the, uh, I'm interested in you, yeah. but let's, let's not go out for in, three let's weeks. Let's check yeah. back in December. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> the week after the show, I'm going to New yeah. York. Yeah. Yeah. So, I can't see
0: the...
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, well, oh, the funny thing is is I, I, my husband's name is Darren. Ray started dating some Ray, who plays Cheetah and Chicos yeah. Angels, started dating someone named Darren. So we have started this like... It's a, like Bewitched. Well, we well, started... So- we started a... a, a, a a Darren for Danny campaign. I love
0: <laughs> it.
2: Yeah, so if there's any good-looking Darrens out there who enjoy their independence as much as they will enjoy mine, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, will you call. settle for a Durwood? I'll take a Durwood. Durwood. Yeah. Why
0: did she call him Durwood?
2: She was being a bitch.
0: Yeah, but where? <laughs> why Durwood?
2: Dismissive.
0: It just that just came out of Derwin, her.
2: Durwood. Yeah. she would she would call him by the wrong name all the time. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now you guys get paid for your show, but it's also a lot of work and it's not, you know, it's not uh, fuck you money. What does performing the show, doing it, living the work life balance that you have, what does it feed? How does it feed you? What does it mean to you to, to perform in the way that you do? And you know, when you drive home, what, you know, what what sort of fills you up? Well, I got to say for me, it's really become,
1: um, I love making people laugh. I love being, bringing that, sort of joy to people like even on my Facebook I do bathroom confessionals when I'm getting ready at people's uh, houses for their Tupperware party oh that's so clever and some of the messages I've gotten of people just like you have no idea how much you brighten up my day and stuff like that I'm like right it means a lot to be able because you know what after after accepting that this is going to be part of this is my life that it, right. you know, being a clown um, I, I love it I enjoy it and to be able to bring that to other people really does fill me it yeah. really does so there's something about being silly that
0: I just love and being able to make it lets out of It lets everybody off the hook. Yeah. People can like let loose. I think it's a great release. Yeah. Apart from the laughter, there's something oh, yeah. you know, that that I don't have to put up anything. Yeah. I I I'm okay. There's something accepting about it all.
1: And you know, the, it's funny cuz there's always in the beginning for me a lot of the time with me trying to give myself permission to be in, to look like an asshole, to be right. silly, to look stupid. And after a while, it just started becoming more and more natural to where I was able to take it further and further and further in that I'll get in, uh, I'll do a teleport party at someone's house and I'll start joking with the host or with the guests. And I keep it light, but I also keep it um,
0: uh, uh, edgy. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's, it's so much fun. And you can get away. Yeah. When you're in drag, you can get away with things that you could never get away yeah. with. No. And that must oh, be sort of fun.
1: It is.
2: That is the craziest thing. The, yeah. the most notable thing I notice when I'm in drag is... Guys, you see on the street, would never give you the time of day. Yeah, will come up to you, grab your hand, and put it on their crotch or put it on their chest and be rubbing all over you. <laughs> thank you. That must like, suck. It does, it must be horrible. And or demeaning. it's a little, I don't want to say creepy's is not the word, it's a little strange when they're all, Why don't you come over dressed like this? and
0: stuff. Oh, no, thank you. You get that sometimes. I, I, I got expect- it a few
1: times. And there was a couple times where I was like, I was like, No, wow, and no. And then they'd, they'd be persistent. I'm like, Listen. I go,
0: it's not going to happen. Is there anybody yeah. out there that you would do that for us, like a celebrity? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Let me pick Daniel Craig. Call yeah. that guy. I'll put on yeah, the yeah, leg yeah. for you. Yeah, exactly. But it's Exactly. And I'll I play think, a little song from it. and E C.
2: part of it is is because <laughs> the drag we do is not necessarily an extension of ourselves. It's not like, this is Danny in a dress. It's, this is me as Frida or me as Reba. And you get a... Relation, you form a relationship with your character, yeah, yeah. It's and it's active. kind of weird. It's like I don't want to be there when this character is having sex. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. it's
0: weird. Yeah, and I, I, you want to have sex with the dude. You don't yeah, want to have uh, sex with Reba. Reba. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is if you
1: look at us, like in no especially, it, <laughs> but if you look at us, especially like in Chico's Angels, and even in, in this show, Danny and I are clowns. Yeah. Our makeup is clowny. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to be, you yeah. know, pretty women. You look at Ray. Ray looks tries to look like a woman, and he comes up as like a woman. So he gets hit on a lot more than we do. Mm-hmm. We yeah. warned him. uh We said,
2: uh, just so you know, our makeup is really clowny. Yours is pretty. I think he goes more for pretty than to look like a woman. Yeah. I think he's just too much of a perfectionist. It's got to look nice. Um And he's like, yeah, whatever, you guys, whatever. Shut up. You're being mean to me. It's like, all right, we're just saying. Yeah. One night, one of his stuff, poor ladies came with her husband, and – we're saying hello after the show, and he goes in for a hug with Cheetah, and he goes, I can get you a really good discount on implants So that's who you want. He was a plastic surgeon. Yeah. He thought that
0: Ray was a woman.
2: No, well, he thought that Ray wanted to be a woman. Oh, okay. So that's when it clicked for Ray a little bit. It's like, maybe you guys are a little right, go so, a
0: little broader. Clown right? yeah. it up. Clown it up. Do you have this thing with your shows, because you do the meet and greet afterwards, mm-hmm. and like I have this thing with the mismatch game. There's always a million hot guys there in the audience and Uh they are contestants. And then after the show's over, I'm like doing all this shit and I run out and it's like, they scattered like roaches. <laughs> it's like they're gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's it's kind of like they're there. You can they seem fun. You could to almost touch them. Well, yeah. some
2: of our stick around, and I will say, Frida has become very good with
1: selfies. <laughs> good. It's like
2: come here, hunky man. Yeah. Click. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There you go. Yeah. And you know, the the meat meet afterwards for for me especially has become more about networking and marketing. Marketing. They post the shit yeah. out of those pictures.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: yes. Another thing for me is there was one time where. Sometimes you've done a show for two hours, especially in the summer. It's hot. You're sweating, and you don't really want to go up. Yeah. There was like one night earlier in, in our in our time of doing this where I I went up because I'm on. Let's go. I'll go. I'll go. So I went and say hi to people, and we got to the end, and there were these two girls. And they were, are are the others coming up? I said, oh, I don't think so. They had other, They had to run away. And like, oh, we came all the way from from Montana. We went Montana. <laughs> oh my gosh, Montana! I thought, oh, That's awful. And that always stuck with me, because I am a theater geek myself, and I'll go Mm -hmm. stand at the stage door once in a while when there's someone I really want to meet, and I know what that disappointment is, and I was all, I'm putting it in my head, I I don't want to be the one that I don't want to be the one that lets them down.
1: No, and I'll tell you, Danny came down and gave us a bunch of shit for it, but I'm like, I'm up there 99.9% of the time, I'm like, I can't be everything to everyone. You know, that's the way that I kind of looked at it. There was one time I just... For You're whatever reason, I didn't it. feel like going up there or something. Yeah, but I, I can honestly say I think I've only not gone up there twice. Right. But that really stuck with him. And he came down there and he was like, "You guys were like, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> they, you broke these girls' hearts." <laughs> I know, right. Yeah. yeah. That one the, time that I didn't go up there.
0: Now you guys have a lot of fun with um, stereotypes and yeah. you know things like that. Have you ever gotten any PC backlash or? Somebody saying you shouldn't say that or you you know, you're, yeah, yes whatever. and no,
1: no from the stage, no, nothing from the stage. People just, they get that what we're doing, that it's fun, that it's, right. that we're just, we're making, putting light on something that can be potentially, you know, really serious. Right. We put a video out and we've got a lot of kind of backlash from that. Like, oh man, this is racist. You guys are not putting Mexicans in a, in a good right. light. And I'm like, no, I think we're bringing light in, in, in a light way right. to what, what was the video? It was the first trailer we put out. Oh, yeah. And it was on MySpace. And MySpace put it on the front page. We ended up getting, like, 250 hits, like, that first day. And also, day. TMZ took, uh, make note of it. Right. TMZ. Yeah. got us a lot of hits.
2: And, yeah, but that's... If you go on the internet, you can see the most wonderful video in the world of a kitten playing with a puppy, and there's a blind boy holding them both. You scroll down, you see two great comments, and there's like a hundred negative comments. Like, really?
0: Yeah, there's, a, so it's there's all foolish no haters. Everybody. Yeah, no yeah. Pleasing yeah. everybody. But do, do you ever think of a moment of like, mm, maybe we shouldn't do that? Even with it with sexuality I, or anything. I
1: feel that way about religion. Yeah. Religion and politics, especially with uh especially with Chico's Angels, we keep it very neutral. We don't cuss in Chico's Angels. Right. We don't talk about politics that is beyond like um
2: we made, Sarah P- we made a we made P- a joke. Sarah Palin yeah. joke about us being on vacation. Where'd you go?
1: Alaska. We could see a, a, we could see Russia show. That was way back when that first yeah. came out. Um, but I try to keep politics and religion out of it, just yeah. because I think that's a quick and easy way to to lose someone. Yeah, I And I just I, I feel like we're 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 funnier and better than needing to go there. Yeah, you know. I think as the climate has changed, I've become a little more sensitive about
2: stuff that appears transphobic because of what we're yeah. doing. Because we're, I we're, think we're really I think uh, yeah. I think
0: there's an awareness that's kind of happening culturally around yeah. all yeah, of that so stuff. Yeah, so I'm a
2: little more sensitive to it, and I try, I question once in a while. It's like, do we want to do that? Does that yeah? Does it sound? Is it going to come off like this? Right. Um, so in that way, we've become well, a little more yeah.
1: sensitive. But, but that's more personally because, like, I used yeah. to call Ray, and I won't even say it, but I used to call him the T word, like yeah. joking with him all the time, and right. I don't do that anymore. And plus, it bothered him. And um but yeah, we don't wanna I there's certain things that offend me. And, sure, and I would hate if people didn't respect that if I had asked them to stop doing it, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. but overall we've gotten great great response. people get it. Yeah. yeah. and it's crazy. Uh
2: George Lopez came to our show. Yeah. Right and, on. And he loved it, he had a good time. But he said he looked around and our audience was so diverse. Diverse. It's like we get we get the gays who like drag, we get Gays gay who are dragged by their friends. But you know, get Tupper, Tupperware housewives. Yeah. Tupperware housewives will bring their husbands. They bring their families. It's yeah. Well, you guys have had such
0: longevity. And when you're, you know, gay guys doing a show like that in, in L.A., mm-hmm. it starts with the gay people. And then, yeah. and then they see it. It's and maybe that. they'll come back in a couple of years. But you have to appeal more. Or you don't last right. 11 years. Yeah. yeah. And then you start getting, like, your Tupperware ladies and, yeah. like, bachelorette parties or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. get, like... You're crossing over it because everyone has such a good time. But I
1: think that's the thing about Chico's Angels. I think mostly because in Chico's Angels, we're not playing the characters like drag yeah. queens, we're playing them like women. Yeah. So it, they're not as threatening. And it just, it's such a fun. Everybody knows these characters. Right. Everybody knows these characters. Because the first, especially the first episode of Chico's Angels, um, even though I didn't realize it until afterwards, but it's very much a story about fish out of water. Yeah. And that's very much how I felt growing up. So I think people just kind of chime in on a lot of this stuff that they're like, oh, which yeah. was
0: the first episode,
1: the beauty pageant one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So ultimately that story was about fish out of water because we were put in situations that we normally would not be a part of yeah. or belong to. And I very much felt that way growing up just in the environment I grew up and having immigrant parents and then kind of going to a, a very affluent school. And I was like, this wasn't what I was experiencing at home and experiencing at school was very different. So I always felt different. And you can
0: tap into that when you play K, you can use all of that stuff. Oh yeah. Very much. Nice. And then, they kinda it went from
1: there. And then, so it's funny, people think we're we are clowns, but I mean there's a little more depth to it than, than people realize. Than we realize. Then we realize, then we realize
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> that people take from it or what yeah. it, it sort of works on a subconscious level. I yeah. love when
2: people when we're doing the meet and greet after You remind me of my aunt so much.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so yeah, sweet. You get a lot of that. <laughs> when do you what's your outfit where you're like, I look good and this is my best outfit. I this is it. Oh my god.
1: Is there one? I uh, Not one. I, yeah, it's I'd funny, every time I have a new one that I'll... I love anything with watermelon and fruit on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the title of this podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> watermelon and fruit. Anything with watermelon and <laughs> fruit on it. But we've, we've uh subconsciously,
2: well not subconsciously now we're aware of it, but we've kind of, when we're shopping for fabrics to look for our yeah. characters, yeah. we've established that K is floral patterns. And fruits. Fruits.
1: Yeah.
2: Fita is very geometrical. I see. And uh, Cheetah is Animal Prince.
0: Yeah. And, I love that. Yeah. And it's like... That's some fucking
2: art right and there. And that kind of happened accidentally. It's like, wait, yeah. we noticed. One of my favorite outfits is one that I went to our dressmaker lady, and I had a picture of Veronica Castro, who's the Spanish, uh, Mexican uh, soap opera star. Yeah. I said, I want something like this. And she made me this two-piece thing that's kind of like a vest with a little short skirt on it. And the fabric... I mean, the material on it is just this really loud, shiny, yeah.
1: red, orange, yellow thing and like, yeah. oh my god i love that outfit so much
0: I and mean, you're like yes yes i
1: nailed it. guess i could say i have a staple kind of outfit it's like a sweetheart top spaghetti yeah straps and then like it goes fit it and then yeah. becomes this little ruffle yeah. at my at my right above my knees so i've had that remade like in five different uh like seven or eight different um fabrics right and that's kind but of my go-to that's what my go my go-to always yeah. is I
2: love it. And I'm learning. I'm learning. You're learning. I
0: think um, um, Baby Doll. Baby Dolls work work really well with me because, you
1: know, when you have a
2: little bit of a tummy. There
0: you go. (laughs) Now, I want to talk to each of you about your obsessions. You're obsessed with pageants, and Danny, you're obsessed with theater. So, Oscar, from a little boy, you were loving beauty pageants because you've traveled to see them. Yeah. You've been in them. Yeah.
1: I, um, well, I guess when I was like 14, I remember seeing, um, was it 14? It was 1985. I don't know how old I was. I think I was 12 uh i saw miss puerto rico get crowned miss universe right and um and it was just one of those things i was flipping through and i just became obsessed with it after that and then i would always every time there was a pageant it became become like i'd get anxious it became like a holiday for me right and i would like i would secretly go in my room i'd get my vcr and record them and then i'd start watching them over and over and then in 1988 was when i first got my vcr i recorded the 1988 uh miss usa pageant and the miss universe and I obsessively watched them over and over and over again, and it's funny because I look back now, and for me, it just became an escape. It right. was kind of like a fantasy escape, and but I love the glamour, I love the um, the pageantry, literally yeah. the pageantry, and um, it just became it literally just became an escape for me. But I became obsessed, like for right years for like in the especially into the early '90s, and then in 1991, the Miss Universe pageant came to. Um, to Vegas, And I kept seeing ads in the in LA Times for it. Yeah. And I asked my sister. I was 18 years old. I asked her if she would drive me to the pageant. She said, well, oh, sure. I bought us two $25 tickets. Right on. And I just... I was working at Carl's Jr. at the time. So it's not like I had oh. a lot of money. And Miss Mexico won. <gasps> and yeah. And I always rooted for Miss Mexico. So like, of nah, Mexican, But there was something about it. And it's in this weird little, like, back of my voice... It felt to me like God was saying, it's okay for you to like pageants. Like, that's what that moment felt like to me. Right. You know, because I thought, for me, it was almost like I was ashamed because I was a boy. I was supposed to like sports and I hated sports. And um, so then just from that point on, I looked for ways to, uh, to, I traveled to the Miss Universe pageant for seven years in a row. Where's the furthest you went to go? Uh, Vietnam. Wow. Thailand. I went to Vietnam. I went to Ecuador. I went to Mexico City. It was held in Vegas twice that I went to. We went to the Bahamas. but the Bahamas doesn't count. Bahamas doesn't count because they ended up moving the pageant date one week and the guys that I was going with didn't want to change our flights because uh-huh. it cost us like 500 bucks. So I missed that year. Um, but the Bahamas was great. And you went. Yeah. Do you, can you always find someone to go with you when it's these long jaunts? Well, my friend Art and Francisco yeah. would used to go with me every year and that, yeah. Danny came with us that one year. Yeah. And then when I met Darren, Darren... He's um, into it. He's not into it, but he
0: enjoys going with. Yeah, it. it's fun. Um, I went to it in Vegas a couple years ago with uh, Juliana Rancic hosted, and I was working on. E- was uh, that on when the Fashion that Police Miss Mexico
1: won? I don't remember.
0: It would have been two thousand and. No, that was when Miss USA won. Yeah, I think so. Olivia. I don't even Cold remember. Won. See, yeah. I don't remember. Oh my god! Can I tell you? What, what time okay. You're oh yes.
2: We're <laughs> okay. out shopping for for fabric, and Oscar just. I go, laser vision. I go, what what fabric do you see? What fabric do you see? And it's this woman, he walks up to her and goes, excuse me, aren't you blah, 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 blah? And she's like, yes. He knows all the pageant women runners up. Like, I know st- 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 statistics. Statistics. We were on a, a shoot yeah. together. And this girl, he goes, oh, my God, weren't you Miss Whoever uh, for the pageant?
1: Yes, I was first runner-up that year. He goes, no, you were fifth runner-up. No, she, w- she claimed to be first runner-up. I'm like, no, Miss Kansas was first runner-up that year. You called her out. I didn't need to do it. it an automatic. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) She turned beet red. She's all I. I was in the red dress. I'm like, okay. And then Danny was like, Oscar, (laughs) pulling on me. I'm like, I thought. And then she wouldn't talk to us the rest of the day. (laughs) weird that's so and, funny you and then did i it. was a grocery worker for bonds for yeah. Billions for many years and there was uh, okay the second runner-up to miss usa 1988 right her name was donna donna rampy
0: god you remember the runner-up so it
1: was crazy she came up to me she came up to the counter she's like can i get two pounds i'm like i go were you miss georgia she's all how do you know that i go 1988 she's like yeah i go donna rampy she's all she freaked out. Like she her, I'm red. sure she was like... She's like, how does this little Mexican queen behind this <laughs> counter know who I am? She, and we became friends. Aww. She ended up becoming a, she ended up having a Tupper party, and then yeah. she comes to Chico's now. Like She's like a big fan now. That's and amazing. And it's the funniest thing. I love it. Yeah. Like, uh, one of our cast members, she has two grandmothers.
2: One that I'm excited about, and yeah. one that Oscar's...
0: Oscar's was, Good, you can bring your
2: grandmother. Right. Her grandmother's Polly
1: Bergen. It was wow. Rest in peace, yeah. and her other grandmother, her step grandmother, is um. Miss Universe 1965, Karina Sopé from Greece. You
0: remember that? Yeah. I can't believe. Because I really I love watching them, and I kind of like to make fun, but I sort of love it, too. I love the evening gown competition when the soldiers are there with the knives or whatever. That's (laughs) amazing. That was in the 80s. Yeah, but it was so cool. Or remember when they had Miss Universe evening gown and they had their little girls with them? Yes, the little sisters. So adorable. I used to to know that song, too. Oh, my God. You are my star. Now, what's your take on the difference? Obviously, Miss America is 10, talent and all that yeah. stuff are you more a Miss Universe USA that's I love the
1: Miss USA Miss Universe system mostly because I love the international aspect of Miss Universe yes however I do watch Miss America I would say there's and I hate to say this but there's something very righteous self-righteous about the Miss America contestants oh because yeah. they're like you know they're scholars they're you know yeah. which is great I don't want to discourage that but they they kind of turn their nose down on the
0: Miss USA of course. System, you know so yeah. I'm like eh, whatever yeah and, um, you know, what? have fun with your little marionette or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to be over here with the hot, the real hot, the real hot women. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, uh, and it's funny cause I've become yeah. friends with a lot of Miss Universes yeah. and, and Miss USAs on Facebook
0: Oh, that's so that cool. I even
1: chat with now. And I've invited a few to my show and they've come. And that's amazing. Shelly Henning just te- sent me a message on Facebook saying, Hey, I'm coming to your show. And she was Miss Teen USA in the, in the, in the early 2000s. Love it. Yeah.
0: My favorite little pageant anecdote that I thought of, Tony told me the story. There was a woman that was Miss America and I don't remember who it was, but she had gotten together with a bunch of her college friends and they were talking about something that had happened. And one of the friends was going, yeah, I remember, you know, Bob was there and you were there, but I don't remember. You weren't there. What, why weren't you there? She goes, that was the year I was Miss America. <laughs> so I, I love that was the year I was Miss America. That was, yeah. Oh my God, so, that's great. And Danny, you're obsessed with theater. You go to New York how many times a year?
2: Oh my God. It used to be three or four. Now it's like twice if I'm lucky.
0: But it's amazing because it? you do not do the TKTS thing. You are You plan it out. You'll do what?
2: like one... No, now I've learned to my Thursday flight in. I have to be there in time to see a show Thursday night. But I do TKTS that night because what's uh, your flight delayed? Yeah, we missed out on South Pacific, and I'm all. I won, I lost We're out ready? on seventy bucks, yeah. Yeah. and I don't want to pay another seventy bucks to see it again. Yeah, so. luckily it was on PBS. So I got to see it. Yeah,
0: yeah you're wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, but otherwise I'm filling up every slot I can fill up. Yeah. So I'm there to see theater. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Can I don't my, you love when the I, lights I, go down I, and it's about to start? Yes. And then you see the fucking phones on. You go, turn off your phone! What's wrong with you? i paid a hundred bucks to look at the glow of your nipple. No. Yeah. A hundred bucks. How long ago was that?
0: And I remember when I was working on the Big Gay Sketch Show, I would go see theater in New York, and then I would cut off the (laughs) playbook covers and put them on my desk area, like I saw the show. (laughs) And Danny heard about that, and he... No,
2: you did it in front of me one time for a a video you were doing, and you go, okay,
0: uh, (laughs) That I tore a playbill and you had you shuddered. Oh, it was awful because it's it's sacred to you. Do you collect all your playbills in like I c- books?
2: Or I whatever? collect them. Yes, I have a playbill binder. Fortunately, they put them out. It's supposed to hold twenty, but I shove forty in there because yeah. I put one on each side. Yeah. And what show uh, have you seen the most? It's the tie between
1: Mamma Mia and Wicked. Wicked. Yeah. 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 I've seen Wicked ten times. Wow. I will say, Eden Espinosa is my favorite. Really, you know, yeah. Alphaba. I'm. I love Eden. I love Stephanie. I've
0: gotten to know Stephanie Block. Yeah. She's and, uh, fierce. Was I
1: really too.
0: I just saw Pippin at the Pantages. <gasps> it's dynamite. Yeah. It's almost all the it's Broadway there, people. Right? Yeah. It's almost... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fantastic. Andrea Martin's the one in that. She's so, so incredible.
2: Wait, let me tell you about my favorite night, Chico's Angels. This, I think this is the first time we did Chico's Angels 3. Yeah. And it's the end of the show and everyone's... Stand, we're taking our bows. Yeah. And then the start... Uh, the crowd starts moving about, and our friend Ray was a friend with, uh, is friends with Sam Harris. Yeah. Who you did on the
0: podcast. I did it. Right? Who has been a guest on the podcast? So she didn't mention
2: she knows angels. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I what? know that. Uh, a- anyway, he brought <laughs> he brought the cast of the class with him. Wow! So and I had no idea. I knew Sam Harris was there. I was like, oh great! And then I see walking down the aisle coming towards us is Jesse Tyler Ferguson. I was like. <gasps> He's the 25th, I feel but I can't me. Yeah. I, just, I just saw him. Oh, my God. I've seen him three times. Th- I got so excited. And then behind him, I see Sara Ramirez. Yeah. I go, who's that? Who's that? That's, that's, she just won the 21st problem. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's, I got so excited. And it was it was so great. Because these are people I had loved seeing on stage. And they had brought me such happiness. Yeah. And just to know that they were here in this tiny and then Mexican you got to- best the, the basement of a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. And they came, and they were coming to tell us, you know, good okay, show. Yeah. And and, and Sa- you got to give them it.
0: the same thing that they
1: gave you. Yes, and it was oh my god. And Ramirez Sa- Sa- so became a big fan of the show. Like that's she amazing. even she even like when we did a Kickstarter for our music video, she like she saved us because we almost were going to lose it all at the end. Yeah, she, yeah she gave the remaining total that yeah. we did.
0: Oh, that's amazing. She's yeah. Angel.
1: Yeah. Um she
0: has. She's accidentally seen. She goes. She's seen three, like four, four times. times. She keeps coming to the same episode. She, she, she does she's coming to a new life. one. She's like, oh no, it's this one again. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But she's seen other one. She's she, she's It's great. always great <laughs> yeah. What's your dream for Chicos?
1: Oh my god, I'd love to have a movie and then a TV series. I would love the movie and a TV series, but I, I it's funny nobody's on this page with me, though. I would love to I would love to do it in New York on Broadway and you know, like really make it a huge production, but nobody else is on there with me, but I would love it.
0: Right.
2: I would love it if it was a limited run. Be the big theater geek I am now, and I've talked to a couple of Broadway people. Yeah,
1: That schedule is just so it's grueling. Grueling. We and did it for six weeks this summer. We did five shows a weekend. Well, you to, guys
0: do a lot of shows a yeah. weekend. Like, we do yeah. up to
1: six. Yes. Yeah. Cause cause so
0: we want to bring the fans what they want.
1: And I think we definitely like if we were to do it like on a long, a bigger theater, right. longer run, we'd probably have to. Turn it into dance shoes. Yeah. Because I don't think those heels would literally kill us. Yeah, the the heels would kill us. And I'd have to, like, lose, like, 40, 50 pounds just so I could keep up with the endurance of it all.
2: It's an exciting idea to do it
1: on Broadway
2: or off-Broadway. But the realistic part of me is just like, honey, you're too old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? To to do what we do. Well, I think, and I've noticed this with some of the things that I've done. Sometimes... You want things to grow and be, but you also have to appreciate what they are mm-hmm. and not always feel like, oh, this, if only this yeah. were whatever. You have to be like, yeah, you just have to love it for what it is and, and continue to try to grow it and all that stuff, but not like feel crappy because it's, you know, yeah. it's not uh, the new rent or whatever. Well, yeah. I
2: certainly do believe it would actually make a, a good show. It uh, is a uh, great Broadway. show. Uh, I mean, you know, it would have a nice little run.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I have no doubts about that. I'm just doubting
1: my ability to fulfill. (laughs) It would be tough. It would be tough. I think if it were to happen within the next five years, I could probably handle it. Beyond that, I think it'd be tough. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now, how can people find out about Sketchy Queens? And so what there's do you do? Two spots. They can go to the,
1: the theater website, which is cavernclubtheater.com. Right on. Spelled the snobby way. Yeah. B- okay.
2: T-H-E-A-T-R-E.
1: Okay. No, it's no. E-R. Oh, Keep God. doing that. <laughs> no wonder no one gets tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, theater. com, Or they can go to my website, which is K a k a y okay. s e d i a
0: K-A-Y-S-E-D-I-A.com.
1: Yeah. All
0: linked up on there as well. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. You said quesadilla. I remember when you came in for Request for the Crown, did you have that name? Yeah. Okay. Quesadilla. Yeah. It was original. No, but, but... I felt like it was something you'd just come up with or it the was name. It was yeah. It was originally going to be Flora Tortilla, but I changed
1: it before I got to the audition. Yeah.
0: I remember feeling like the name was like a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Quesadilla. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What sketch are you most looking forward to or you're like, oh, um, this is going to... People are going to talk about this one.
1: I'm afraid to even say because they do give it away right away, but yeah. it's... uh. We're doing a walking, a Walking Dead skit. Oh yeah. God, yeah,
2: I love it. We're, we're calling it the uh, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. And um, I'm not going to reveal what the sketch is, but I did buy a quinceañera dress. Yeah. Wow, what was that what like? About.
0: <laughs> did you go to I, one of those? I, shops? We got,
2: well, we actually have a quinceañera dressmaker as our dressmaker. Yeah, of course. And you I do. <laughs> went to her and I said, "I need an actual quinceañera dress." Lucky for me, I did it a little late. She said, Well, I have this dress that I made a little too large for Aromatic, and it's been sitting here. She put it on me, and it fit pretty well. So I'm all, Oh my, my God, which means meant also, to be. I get it at a discounted price because yeah.
1: it's already made. And she didn't have because mine cost better. me like 500 bucks. Yeah. Like 450 <laughs> when I bought for it. Your actual it was the dress? first dress she made me. Yeah. And then when she started realizing that I was becoming a uh, regular, she yeah. started giving me like really good deals yeah. on, on everything that she makes me. But she literally makes me like two or three outfits a month. Yeah. Does she come to your show? She has, but she doesn't speak much English, okay. so it's kind of tough for her.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so. But Oscar had that quinceanera dress made for drag strip quinceanera. Yeah. So the
1: 15th anniversary of drag strip, they celebrated as case, quinceanera.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. It was all about you. Yeah.
1: Well, I included Chicos Angels, but it was, and they yeah. were they were my damas. Yeah. <laughs> we had little dresses made for them. It was pretty funny. Got to do numbers. I like yeah. it. All right.
0: Well, let's get Re- Reba and Kay back here for one second, just to say goodbye to everyone and tell them to come to the show. Are you Reba. ladies? Come back. Reba.
1: Okay, I'm coming. Hi. Okay. What How happened? You guys I, talk I, too I, much.
0: You yeah. guys talk too much. I was feeding my donkey. <laughs> okay, so tell people to come to your show, or just send them some love. So try not, sign off Sign for us.
1: Okay, everyone, okay. listen. Come to the show. uh, You can come get tickets at at ksavia.com or at cavernclubteater.com. And listen, the show is on four days, seven shows. We're going to be tired, so get there quick. It's (laughs) true. And they have a ballet, so you can bring your donkey and they'll park in for you. Don't don't, don't, don't park
0: your donkey. I thought you said ballet. I was like, really? Oh, okay. All right. Thanks, you guys, so much for doing this. Um, I love your work. I love you guys. And, um... Go see their stuff and, and check out Chico's Angels stuff online as, as well. You have a lot of stuff online. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. At you chicosangels.com.
1: Chicosangels.com. Is it back up? We, oh, had, we had technical
0: issues. We're having technical, uh, hopefully it's up. But if All not, right. just go to quesadilla.com. All right. And uh, YouTube. And YouTube. And YouTube. And YouTube. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 My thanks again to Danny Casillas and Oscar Quintero. Go see them in Sketchy Queens playing this weekend at Casita del Campo if you're in L.A. And if you're not, you can find a lot of fun stuff on the web of their Chico's Angels show. Um, There's a web series and all that stuff. So uh, you can find a way to enjoy them no matter where you are. Um, uh, Before I go, I want to let you know that I've got Leslie Jordan coming up, uh, Emmy winner from Will & Grace. I've got Randall Kleiser, the director of Grease. I've got the very talented and hilarious Drew Drogi, who's funny in everything he does and is the guy that came up with those amazing Chloe Sevigny web videos. So, um, you know, if you have any questions that I should ask them, you can post them on the Dennis Anyone Facebook page or shoot me an email at DennisAnyonePodcast at gmail.com. And um, after I was packing up and finished with Oscar and Danny, Danny told me another story Uh, about an audience member being unruly during one of their shows. Apparently, uh, somebody in the front row threw up during one of the uh, productions of Chico's Angels, and it's a very intimate space. And also that night, Julie Brown from Medusa Dare to be Truthful and Homecoming Queen's Got a Gun was in the audience. So Danny and Oscar and, and Ray, the other actor, were particularly mortified, because if you have somebody you really admire coming to your show. You don't want somebody to puke in the audience. And then apparently the puker's drunk friend made a big show of cleaning it all up. But you know what? They went on with the show and they're professionals. So that's the important thing. And I'm sure everyone else had a really good time. Uh, I hope none of you threw up. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the week and I'll catch you next time on Dennis Anyone. Bye.